0: The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. And it is the Anton Savage Show and we are joined by our expert Jennifer Rock who is owner of the skinnerd.com and skin ingredients and if you don't if you haven't guessed by the title she's here to talk all things skincare. Jennifer, how are you?
1: Good morning, how are you?
0: Good. We've loads of questions. We're starting off with uh, one about it says I was prescribed moisturizer for mild rosacea, but what can I Add to it to ease or reduce flushes. It is, as Kevin the Texter describes it, like radiator face. So
1: interesting so Kevin rosacea is first and foremost a medical condition so if you've been prescribed or advised moisturiser make sure that it is obviously under the care of your doctor or your dermatologist in terms of flushing you might be best to talk to a dermatologist about a treatment called IPL so it stands for intense pulsed light it's often carried out in many clinics many derm clinics essentially it is where redness is a target of a laser light and it helps to diminish that redness so the flushing that Kevin speaks of it can be quite debilitating it can come through no reason throughout the day if you spicy food or if you're stressed. So really trying to calm it long term does make sense. In terms of radiator face, that doesn't and isn't always specific to example rosacea. It can be anyone at any time of the year, particularly this time of the year. So we're putting the heat on a little bit more than maybe hopefully the July months or the June, July months. And what happens is the skin experiences what's called trans-epidermal water loss. So bear with me. Essentially, your skin, as you know, is just full of water. And when we're out and about and we're in kind of like dry areas with lack of humidity, which is this time of the year, I either radiator on, you tend to find that the skin becomes what's called dehydrated, so void of water, void of moisture. And that can lead to flushing in the case of rosacea, or say, Anton, for yourself and myself that don't have rosacea, our skin just might feel taut, tight, irritated, tender, sensitized. So it's all about getting moisture back into the skin. Now, you can get it in the shape of a traditional moisturizer, and that will, when you apply it to the skin, kind of really ease that area. But arguably I'm a big believer of inside out so really looking after your diet is, is a large part of how you can help make skin. make a difference yeah. Huge difference. So essential fatty acids your but whether you get it through your fish your nuts your seeds your oil will really help to lock in moisture. It's almost like your skin's natural diet of internal moisturisers. So it's not that I'm trying to encourage you but not to love what I do which is topical moisturisers but doing it inside out and outside in you will get long term benefits and you'll also help the skin from top to toe not just where you've applied you know literally to that exact area that moisturizer.
0: Well we have another question about uh, the same area and a similar thing Is blushing at the drop of a hat considered any kind of skin physiological issue? I am middle aged says the texter and it is ruining my life Thanks
1: I know, I think back to myself to school days and you knew the friends beside you that it would always creep from their neck the whole way up. Well, that was the thing I wonder:
0: Do women and men blush differently? Do women blush neck and men blush face?
1: Very observant, Anton. Yes, it does happen. And with this particular case, you are best to actually get it double checked because there's a lot of... The thing I'd say about skin that that people don't often realise is that it is a barometer for internal health. And I'm not trying to alarm this particular person, but when they're next to the doctor, just ask, is there anything they can do? Is there any reason why they're finding it? So, Sometimes more, more, like nine times out of ten, it is an aesthetic reason. So that's fine. And then you can go back to that exact treatment I mentioned a moment ago, IPL, that intense pulse light. Now going somewhere like a derm clinic where they can use a really advanced medical grade will really help so it really will target this Presumably
0: situation. though it's sort of self-reinforcing in that if you're worried about blushing you think more about blushing yeah. you feel it start it's that makes it, it worse.
1: exactly and, and look that's the issue with skin care in general it, it, there's definitely there's a new emerging science called psychodermatology whereby it's a dermatologist that also is, is qualified as a psychologist and they're really showing that people do truly feel, like how you feel about your skin impacts how you, how you might behave in your day to day. So there's definitely an emerging science in that sense and how it impacts your your self-confidence long term. So it's not just, oh God, I've got a spot or I'm red. It really can affect how you behave day to day.
0: Well, interesting text suggesting, tell that person who blushes to get hypnosis. Mm-hmm. It changed my life. Again, this is a, a text. We're not in a position to make recommendations, but there's a suggestion anyway. A text saying, I'm a 32 year old fair male. Suffering badly with ingrown hairs on my chin is there any advice or help I've tried everything does that count as a skin issue
1: it is a skin issue yes so ingrown hairs the reality is your skin and your hair are actually comprised of the same keratin so the same consistency if you will and when you have an ingrown hair it's essentially the hair itself is trapped within the skin so what you often try to do is over exfoliate over exfoliate to get that hair out some people um, definitely contact us on theskinder.com and let us know that they get tweezers they've tried all sorts of interesting contraptions let's say to try to remove of that hair because it can actually be quite sore and it can become infected if it's at the infected stage it is medical if it's persistent and it's because depending on where it is the hair can be quite thick in diameter. So it's what we call a terminal hair. So if it's hair that you have almost on the hair in the head or the hair in the face, it can be really, really thick in diameter and that can get trapped. And that is something you generally, from a medical perspective, have to look at, be it aesthetic or be it that it can wrap itself around tissue inside that you don't want to, or it can become infected. So these things often, this is the, the, one of the goals I have with skincare. Often people, you know, kind of put it to the side and say, oh sure, look, it's fine and it doesn't bother me, but it really is something when you're next in with your doctor just to draw it to their attention to see if there's anything else they can do for you.
0: Do people who get ingrown hairs get them whether they are clean shaven or bearded or does having a beard remove the ingrown hair issue because it's longer?
1: It's actually quite common in females as well so it's not necessarily the beard area. It can be any, it can be the legs, it can be your lower back so it really is about hair. The hair grows, the type of hair, the form of hair, whether it's shaped, coiled etc. So there's a lot of combination, I suppose there's a combination of factors as to why it happens but men are prone to it on the beard as you say. So wash, and this is one thing Anton, I don't know if you do it if you ever have facial hair but cleansing and washing through the beard is important. A lot of men in particular will wash kind of from the cheekbone up. They avoid the beard but actually cleansing and washing through your beard is really important. Like I mean a good friction really using your fingertips and truly cleansing through the beard is important.
0: Another one asking what best treats Broken veins on the face. Am I feeling a laser again? Yes. Exactly. Are we for the laser?
1: So, do you know what? Broken veins, they happen for so many different reasons. They can be genetic, they can be lifestyle. I, for example, blow my nose an awful lot through like nose issues that I have. So I have loads of little bronchopillies around the corner of the nose and they can really irritate people. It's when they get to the stage that I feel, particularly in a female capacity, those that choose to put makeup on when they can't conceal it, it, it changes the, the color of the skin, the complexion of the skin. IPL is brilliant. And something else to consider, as you mentioned already, IPL. But what else is great to consider? is a treatment called micro-needling. It's essentially an induced, controlled trauma to the skin carried out by an, an Anton's face. It's just memorable right now, but it's a very controlled trauma. It's kind of the analogy would be like you go to the gym, you lift up a weight and you kind of ever so slightly irritate the muscle that it replenishes. It's, it's like a blank tattoo. Same premise. That's actually how it was started. That's how it was created. So years and years ago, decades and decades I think it was 1920s, they realised that when they were placing ink into a tattoo or putting that trauma, that controlled trauma with one particular needle that the skin became quite uh, useful because growth factors were induced as a result of it. And it's now turned into an aesthetic treatment. But back to the IPL, it strengthens your capillary wall. So when you have that redness, it really strengthens it long term. And vitamin C is something inside, as humans, we don't make. And it really helps to strengthen your collagen, which in turn strengthens your capillary wall, which in turn strengthens your redness.
0: Briefly on that topic, I have a question for you. For some reason, YouTube keeps serving me up tattoo removal videos. I don't know why, but it, the algorithm has decided do I do it. Do you have a tattoo
1: see, that you'd I like not, to share with nor us? Nor have I
0: ever searched tattoos. <laughs> nor I. Anyway, does it work?
1: It does and it doesn't. It depends on the pigment. So, for example, if you have a black tattoo, it's easier to remove than that of a red or a blue tattoo. But technology is advancing. I worked with tattoo removal maybe 10, 15 years ago and, you know, people would have had, for example, marriage rings put onto their marriage finger and they no longer want that for whatever reason a couple of years later. But it is now easier to remove because the technology has advanced. It's quite painful and you do need to commit to it and make sure that, I suppose, from a financial and a skin perspective, you're committed for the 6, 9, 12 months that it might take and consider your tattoos carefully there I would suggest
0: I think this is a good principle on which to go by anyway Jennifer thank you so much that is Jennifer Rock the owner of theskinnerd.com and that's where you can go if you want follow ups to anything that we have been uh, talking about The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.